G'day everybody, welcome to the Community Is Our Middle Name podcast, proudly brought to you by Grampians Community Health. My name's Gareth Oliver, always great to be with you for another episode of the show. And this is a bit of a fun show that we're doing this week. As many of you may know, those of you who listen to the podcast or follow us on our socials, Grampians Community Health have had a team involved in Movember. And as we've come to the end of the month, we thought we'd get a few of the team together and have a bit of a roundtable discussion about Movember and, and you know, our motivations for doing it and, and what we got out of it and things like that. I was part of the team, so I joined in as well. And um, it's been it's been great fun. It's been a really good experience, much better than the first time I, I did it 11 years ago, which wasn't a great experience for me personally. So I hope you guys have a listen and I hope that uh, it might encourage you to take part in Movember or donate to Movember next year. And I'll be able to give you an updated total at the end of the podcast about how much money our team actually raised and how far we actually moved. But uh, let's get into it. Let's have a listen to some of the GCH team for November for 2022. Have a chat about experience here on the Community Is Our Middle Name podcast. Brad's brought to you by Grandpa's Community Health for you, your family, and our community. Welcome to the uh, to the Movember Roundtable. I'm joined by Lorna, Emma, Peyton, and Susan, who were all part of Team GCH this year for Movember, taking part in the move for Movember. So, welcome to the Roundtable, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for having Thank us. You. Hello. Oh, absolute pleasure. Now, first off, um, we might start with I'll go from how I'm looking on the screen from left to right. So, Lorna. Might get you to start off. What made you decide to take part in November this year? Um, I suppose for me, it was a bit of a twofold. One to obviously get me that little bit fitter and moving, because I was, I think I was just going down that slippery slide of um, not motivating myself. But the other reason, obviously, was to address mental health with um, with men and to be able to be comfortable to talk about mental health because uh, some of the some close friends and family have been impacted by mental health so yeah it's something I've wanted to do for the last couple of years and I think the the person that probably inspired me the most to get started was Emma um yeah and I think I think most of us can say that because I know Emma was a was a big inspiration for me as well. Emma, you are next as I'm looking left to right on my screen. So, how many years now have you done November? Um, so officially been a Mo sister for the last three years and raising money and awareness for November. But previously, sort of had um, dabbled in it a little bit to and from with you know things like different work groups or sporting groups along the way. So, what made you want to take part in the first place? Um, so I'm a little bit passionate about mental health, but, um, basically on average men in Australia are dying four and a half years before women. Um, and on top of that, we're losing one man worldwide to suicide every minute. And that's just huge. It's, it's numbers that just make me want to cry basically. 
Um, and it's something that throughout COVID and throughout all of the lockdowns, I've recognised how much men don't actually talk to each other. So really jumped on the board with Movember because it's not just about raising money it's, and research, it's also about creating conversations and connections and that's where it all really began and that's where it continues to move forward with. That was the thing that hit me really, I think, Emma, was that that stat about one man globally every minute takes their life. So imagine that this podcast goes for 30 minutes, that's that's 30, 30 men globally who will have uh, died at their own hand. It's, it's, it's too much. Um, and it's another reason why we raise money for Movember. Peyton, um, what was your motivation for Movember? Um, so my main motivation, um, I've just finished my study with mental health, so I'm quite passionate as well um, about mental health um, and how it impacts um, especially men. Um, I have um, quite a couple of um, family members that are males that um, have mental health issues, um, like including um, anxiety and depression. So I guess that growing up experiencing like how it affects them um, has really opened my eyes. And when I saw this opportunity come up um, to be a part of this and raise the money for the cause, um, I thought I would jump on it. Um, you know, I already do running for fun in my own time, so I thought why not, um, you know, give back and, um, you know, raise a bit of money to um, raise awareness, I guess. Yeah, and Susan, what was your motivation for, for jumping on board and being part of GCH's team for November this year? Um, I've never done it before, but this year I had a bit of motivation from a personal experience with somebody that over the last couple or 18 months to two years has really struggled um, with their mental health, um, a male, and um, I've had previous personal experience of um, male, younger male suicide as well. I think that... Um, yeah, it, it's great to raise funds, but it's also great to acknowledge that it's out there, look at the numbers and, and, and make people aware of what is happening around them and the impacts that that has on their families and their friends and their, you know, I think those people are very important in November as well um, because we are the ones that are impacted um, a lot by um, by what's happening for somebody with a mental health issue and supporting them and helping them and, um, you know, understanding what's going on is often really difficult. So I also um, probably need to get off the chair and do some, some more exercise. So I was currently doing two challenges through November, which... Um, but I think at the end of it, you know, you can also continue on um, with making yourself healthier and your mind healthier and encouraging other people to do the same um, because, you know, if you're healthy and your mind's healthy, then, you, you know, you, you're not hopefully going to experience mental health um, at all or as severe as, as you may. So it has all of those great um, outcomes. Yeah, I actually said to something similar to Emma a, a few weeks ago, or a week ago or so, Susan, that I'm probably going to continue on um, mm. do, doing sort of 60 to 80 Ks, um, you know, exercise a month because I've actually really enjoyed it. And so I, I did it 
for the first time in 11 years. So when I first did it, uh, I hated it. I hated it. Every second of it was just the worst. I couldn't look at myself in the mirror, and this was just growing the mustache. Um, raised plenty of money, but um, personally at the time, I was in a really, really poor headspace. And, and as I, I don't, I'm sure that you guys may know, anyone who listens to the podcast has heard my story, I've, I've had um, a number of uh, – battles for lack of a better term where I've, I've been to some some really dark places and um to, to paraphrase ben folds from one of his songs uh, always at my best because god knows i've seen my worst and i have seen the worst and it's it's not a nice place to be uh so it was it was about that getting out there and and, and raising money and, and awareness not just for the mental health but also a, a, a bloke my age I'm, I'm early 40s um prostate cancer is a massive killer of men aged 40 plus and i don't think enough men get out and talk about it and get checked for it because they still think it's the old go get a finger in your in your bum which it's it's not anymore it's it's a blood test um and i didn't realize just how prevalent testicular cancer as well is amongst younger men guys sort of 15 to, to 35 uh, it wasn't something that i ever thought of when i was that age and I think that that awareness and that fundraising, as well as trying to get myself fit, so I'm not puffed out after five minutes of playing with the kids, um, was was part of my reasoning for doing it. So uh, that's that's my story, and I'm sticking with it. But um, Lorna, how how how, uh, how have you felt after taking part for the month? Like Lorna's gone on mute. We don't need to mute Lorna. We're we're just jumping in and speaking whenever we want. Sorry about that. I was um, I was trying to eat healthy with my blueberries, you see, and I didn't want you to hear that. <laughs> um, no, we promote healthy eating as well. Exactly. So I was at, I was eating healthily. Um, I suppose when I first started, I thought I never had a plan on how far I was going to run each time. I just virtually, when I woke up in the mornings, depending how I felt, I would determine how long I was going to run. Um, but I knew I had to do at least 15 kilometres a, uh, a week to be able to stay in touch and um, for the goal for 60 days. And I thought, that's a lot of running. I, You know, I didn't think I was going to make it. But then I started challenging myself to to do a little bit more. So I started off with 2Ks and then with 5Ks and um, I got to 7K. So I wanted my last one, I wanted attempt a 10 so and I know it's probably not the best way to actually go about doing it and increasing it but I think you know if I don't put myself out there I don't know whether I'm going to do it and I I walk if I get puffed I'll walk for 50 meters and then keep running so you know it just means that it'll take me that little bit longer but yeah I was quite chuffed the other day and I did 7Ks, you know, in 52 minutes and I thought um, whether that was a good time or not. But, um, yeah, so, and all I had in my mind when I did that and I was challenged myself was think about those people that are needing the the support. Um, you know, my friend's going through a very hard time at the moment and I just had him in my mind and, yeah, it was, yeah, I felt... Felt good after after I did that that one, but yeah. So I'm um, yeah. I feel a lot better. I, you know, scale weight. I think I've 
increase, but I think that I'm putting that down to muscle. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> muscle weighs more than fat. I think everyone knows it. Emma, I could see your face. Um, you you looked really excited to hear just how, how Lorna's improved with her running over that time. Yeah, I think it's because that's what it's all about. It, it is creating that community. It's creating those challenges. And, um, you know, as much as this is like, you know, 60 kilometres, it seems like a really huge number. And and what I've heard from conversations that I've had with others, and like I know I'm a little bit running obsessed, um, but, you know, that that 60 was a barrier for them joining Movember, but then to realise that actually, no, that 60 really represents something. It is those 60 men that are dying. Um, mm-hmm. And we can actually achieve that fairly easily, I suppose, because, you know, um, more easily than what we think and then to see some like Lorna's challenging herself mentally along this process as well and and that's what it's about exercise um and movement is not necessarily just or not it's not about the the weight loss or you know the number on the scale or anything like that it really is about that mind and that's why as a part of Movember they do um, encourage those move challenges because the education, the research that's out there on the benefits of actually moving our bodies, getting out in nature and how that actually affects our mental health is huge. And when I say mental health, like it's always important to recognise that mental health is not just well and unwell, it actually runs on a spectrum. So all of these things can help us to be able to um, kind of move on to the, the more well sort of side of things, I suppose, on that, that scale. I can, could hear the nurse coming out and you just sent Emma. <laughs> Can't read it out of me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Peyton, you're a bit of a runner as well, aren't you? Yes. Um, I have loved doing this um, Movember because um, I sort of got out of touch with my running. Um, usually it will happen after I do a big half marathon. I sort of, you know, complain for the the week after and then um, have a bit of a break. It sort of gets it all out of me, but um, it was a good opportunity for me to get back um, in my running Um, and it actually did my mental health wonders. I sort of felt like I was in a bit of a, you know, slump because I was like, oh, you know, like I haven't been getting out doing anything. There's not really – my exercise was feeling like a chore. So um, doing this really helped me – get back into my running I've um done a couple of big runs um in the Grampians um I've done Mount Arapiles and a few runs around just the river the Wimmera River so um yeah I've I've really enjoyed it so that's awesome that's what it's all about isn't it Mm. yeah yeah and Susan you were doing two challenges you said oh yeah well I don't run (laughs) (laughs) definitely don't run i've never ran that's sort of due to my bus size but anyway over and above that i um I, i i go to personal training twice a week um and um i was doing that and i was doing a little bit of walking but not a lot i was i wasn't really disciplined enough to be able to be doing it and so when i started i started a a challenge at gym as well so a six-week challenge at gym as well so that 
that sort of coincided beautifully with the start of this. So I thought, well, I'll do both. And so that will up my walking um, for both challenges, but also, you know, for a good cause. And um, and I also, the first couple of nights I went for a walk from home, my husband said, where are you going? Because he walks seven kilometres a day, he does mean. Um, he, but in the mornings, early in the mornings. Um, and he, he said to me, where are you going? I said, I'm going for a walk. Oh, can I come? So I thought, oh. Yes, of course you can. So he's been coming. So that's been really good too. So getting him out and about and having another walk. Um, but, um, you know, finding different walks to what he would normally do, which has been really good. Um, but, yeah, I definitely feel um, much uh should I say distance fitter so able to do longer like you know started off sort of doing three and a half four k's a day and then sort of we're up to about five and a half now um we try to do it every day I mean I've had a weekend away so I didn't walk on the weekend although we still I still managed to get up 10 or 12 thousand steps every day just shopping which worked well um but you know I think it doesn't matter how you do it as long as you do it um, and especially in a challenge like this, I mean, I can't grow a mow, but I can walk and um, I can't run, but I can walk. So, you know, it doesn't matter what your levels of fitness or whatever is, you can always improve on that and, and get out there and get something done. Can't we, um, Gareth, you've been doing real well with your walking. I have. I, I am actually quite quite proud of myself, Susan. I am. Um, hmm. I, I hit the 60k mark about halfway through the month. Um, mm, well I, I was Thank you. I wasn't sure how I'd, how I'd go. Oh, a bit of applause. That's nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because I, I was I was very, very unfit. Like, I was, yeah. I actually started tr- trying to, to get a little bit fitter back in August, and I started just walking my dogs around our property here. So... We've got sort of half of our, our 10 acres, we keep the grass fairly low, so the bushfires and snakes and all that sort of stuff, we don't have to worry as much. Uh, and I started out doing just 10 minutes and I was exhausted. I was so exhausted. And, and I've got Kelpies, so they definitely weren't exhausted, but I was. And I thought, man, how bad am I going that that um, 10 minutes has knocked me out? And I, I gradually built it up and uh, I don't aim to do distances Every day that I'm walking, I aim to do time. So I try and do half an hour every day. Um, and I, one thing I noticed from the start of the month uh, up till, till like last night when the last sort of walk I did with my dogs was, uh, like Susan said about distance fit, I, I'm noticing that I, I'm, I'm finishing further along the, the, the mm. little circuit I do than what I used to. Mm. Um, I mean, I could explain it to you in the terms that are in my head, like that I used to finish 50 metres away from Tucker's tree, but that means nothing to anyone unless they live in my <laughs> in my house and know my dogs. Um, but I'm, I'm noticing where I used to finish sort of 50 metres back from where I started. Now I'm finishing sort of 50 to 75 metres past where I start walking. Um, and that's really made me feel feel good about myself. And and I'm, like I said, I'm going to keep going with it. And, and the next goal is to, to run out in the... Um, the GCH over 40s football match in March in our at. So Yay. we'll see how that goes. I'm not a runner. Uh, I've never been a runner. Um, but I've I've actually really enjoyed doing this. And the other day I walked down to, from our place 
to the to the CBD of Moiston to to go and vote. And um, I really enjoyed that, even on the the busy Moiston Wallora Road with all the trucks. It was it was a nice little walk. So I'm going to walk down to the school tomorrow for their um the thing that we're doing there where my kids are going to be shaving my mustache off for me. So, um, so yeah, I've, um, I've really, really enjoyed it. So yeah. Uh, and if you could hear anything in the background, that was one of the kids. I've got one of the kids home with me. <laughs> the joys of working from home. Um, would you do it again? We'll start with you, Lorna. Would you do Movember again next year? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. Um, I would love to jump back on board. Uh, to do it again, I think I'd want to challenge myself that little bit more and not have to start from scratch again. So can, trying to continue to do it to um, just to enjoy it. You know, I don't enjoy running as per se. I like running around courts and fields when I don't have to think about how far I'm going. So um, I enjoy that more. And I, when I first started... Um, whether to measure when I was playing squash or hockey. So, and I decided that's not going to be part of what the measurement for me is. It was just uh, specific to the, the running itself. So I wanted to be able to have that separate to what I normally do. But, yep, I'll be definitely on board. And um, just with um, some messages from Movember that's come through um, today, um, they are now encouraging people to donate um, a little bit more. So the message um, is if you get a um, $50, for every $50 of um, donation, they'll put $50 a, um, in each time. So, and that's from this uh, company, Lululemon or something like that. So I thought, oh, that's really great. So I'm going to I've just sent out to all my Facebook friends and all my family and all my connections, start putting money in today because that means we raise more money. I'm going to have to – I haven't seen that. I'm going to have to check my emails after this and put some stuff on my socials. Um, Emma, we know that you're going to take part again. Can you talk about the Flano 5K that happened? Yeah, so um, we had the inaugural Flano 5K in Halls Gap this year, which is um, Flano 5K originated in Melbourne, I believe, about five years ago now by a gentleman who you've actually had on the podcast before, Gareth, um, Kieran Ryan. And so now this particular run is run in all different places throughout the world and we thought we might take it on and, and try and get it happening in Halls Gap. So... We were lucky enough to have about 30 participants all uh, dressed up in their flannels um, and we ran five kilometres throughout Halls Gap. I can imagine it would have been a bit of a sight. We had the ghetto blaster going and some 80s aerobic music and um, somehow <laughs> just happened to luck it that as we were crossing the finish line, the Rocky uh, song was playing and out of just pure luck. Um, but, you know, there was requests from, from that night that we make it a monthly um, kind of thing. So people are wanting to get on board. It was it was all about really, again, creating those conversations, creating connections, people meeting each other who had never really met anyone, like met those people before. Um, one woman travelled over an hour to be a part of the, the group. So um, 
we are still collecting donations for that and we'll crack open the donation tin. Um, I think it's going to be Thursday to be able to announce how much we did actually raise. But again, it comes down to that really creating connections. We live in these small communities and have been mm -hmm. quite isolated over the last couple of years. Um, and so it's really just bringing people back together and um, start creating people's networks. And, you know, as Susan said earlier, it's not just about the men themselves who are experiencing these these issues, whether it be mental health or, you know, the prostate cancer stuff, um, it's actually impacting their direct families and friends and their communities. Uh, and I, I I saw Emma taking part in the Flano 5K and I had to give her a bit of encouragement from out the car window uh, as we drove past. Um, I, I would have taken part, but it happened to fall on the same day as our, our GCH AGM and I wouldn't have been able to get there in time. Some, some of us had to stay for the whole thing and we couldn't just duck off early because you know we made the kids break their arm or something um <laughs> yeah sorry didn't didn't purposely do that all i can say is that maybe next year it might not be might do it earlier in the month where it's not quite so warm because those flannels are a bit sweaty as you're running along <laughs> <laughs> and, and we we had a we, we had a fairly coolish november too there was a couple of days where it got quite humid and and i was um I look like I just stepped out of the shower. I was sweating that much. It's really not a pleasant sight at all. Peyton, uh, will you take part in November again next year? Yeah, definitely. Um, I dare say I'll be doing the move um, for November again, um, probably try and add on some more kilometres for next year to make it a bit more of a challenge. Um, and also... Um, looking into maybe organising a fundraiser or something um, next year um, within GCH to raise a bit more um, money as well. So that's definitely something I'd like to be a part of again. So, yeah. And Susan, is it something that you consider doing again next year too? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think it's um it's such a good a good cause, good fundraiser. It, it brings team a team together. Um in GCH as well, which, you know, is is also very good that um, <clears throat> um, we can get together from every side of GCH and be a little team and watch ourselves run around Victoria, um, which I think has been lovely to be able to actually see where we've gone every town we visited on our little map and that's been a little bit of fun that Gareth created for us to get, you know, just a visual around how far we can go and what we can do as a team, um, which has been which has been fantastic because there's some people in the team that I didn't even know, like Peyton. Um, so, you know, um, it's really good to, to get together and do something like that and raise some funds for some really important... Um, stuff in the background so yeah and um i i, I think your little run up uh, paul's gap is awesome emma that's a great idea it's a bit like park run isn't it but for a cause so <laughs> hey uh, and with more beers too emma isn't it Oh, look, you know, in moderation, um, we didn't in, uh, include it as a pub-to-pub -pub this year. Um, so there's definitely some plans to, to make it a bit different, have a few more fun and games. It was definitely a family-friendly event. We had a, a few um, primary school kids running with us as well, which was quite good. And, yep. yeah, it's um, it'll so be pretty good. Would it go from being a, a, a just a run to people, some people walking as well, or is it just running? Um, so, look, 
they're, they're still, uh, we'll, we'll sit together, like the group who organised it will come together in the next few days and, and just do a, a sum up of what actually happened. And then for future runs, I encourage you to have a like on our Facebook page yeah. um, and then we can sort of update you with what the plans are for next year. All I know is that the first one was, was a very good success and we do plan to continue it every year after. Fantastic. Yeah, so oh. thanks, Gareth. Yep. And yeah, you mentioned Susan Reg, you know, the, the GCH team together. I'm just looking, we've got two people in Horsham, one in Pomona, one in Arrett, one in Moiston. We need to sort of give some of the store people a bit of a kick in the in the backside next oh, year and get them taking yeah. part. Instead of us Arrett and Horsham people always having to pick up the slack. Oh yeah. We had one you had a couple in our install though, didn't we? I think. Oh, uh, did we? Yeah. Um, I, I know of one. Stall by proxy. I mean I know I know of one. <laughs> okay. Because, <laughs> um, uh, Emma, let's not forget, Pomona is part of our rural city. Oh, okay. Yeah, we have Christine is, Christine is from Stall. So oh, yeah, go. Chris and Chloe. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, but uh, she, she, your, your Chloe counts as out, really. Um, <laughs> so we. <laughs> <laughs> and for anyone out there listening, it that's, there's there's not you know some big rivalry between the sites. We're all one big team. No, um, that's right. so, so look, I I will probably after an eleven year hiatus between the first time I did it and this time I did it. I think the move, the move part was really a a great thing for me to do, and um, I'll definitely do it again. I was planning after I hit the sixty k's to to try and get to one hundred. Unfortunately, I ended up getting sick during the mm. month. Um, which sort of put that back, but last night I cracked um, I cracked eighty k's. So I think next year one hundred's doable, and so I'll, I'll push push for that. And um, it's been fun, even though you guys probably got sick of me sending stuff, messages, and, and emails and stuff on Teams. Um, I've I've really enjoyed it. It's been it's been fun, and like you said, mm. Susan, it's it's good to sort of it's been a good way to get to know people. Like we had a few staff like Peyton, who I didn't really know very well either. Um, and it's been a, a great sort of team building thing. So anyone from GCH who was on the fence about this year, especially you stall people, jump on board for next year because, you know, we might have big broad shoulders in Arrett and Horsham, but we can't carry you, you know, every November. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys want to know how much we, we've raised to this point? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So to this point and today for – just pulling the curtain back is the 29th, so we've still got a day or so to go. We've raised three thousand five hundred and ninety-five dollars as a team. Oh wow! Yay, wow. go us! Good so job. Keen to see the the final total. And as we speak, the what's what's entered onto to the most space page is selling. We've had websites, individualized websites, it goes back to the MySpace days. We've done nearly six hundred kilometers as a team. So it's um. It's really good, and I know not everyone had 60Ks as a goal because they thought they, they knew their limitations. They might have done 20Ks or 40Ks, and that's fine. The whole thing is get out there and move and, and be active and and raise money for a for a great cause. Before we um, we finish the roundtable and let you guys go and do some real work, um, any final thoughts from anyone? Um, no, just um, start talking about mental health. Put it out there, make it part of um, a normal conversation. As Emma said, you know, it's about letting people know mental health is a big concern, especially in the 
in the community and, and in the farming community as well. So, you know, GCH is a, a real conduit um, to connecting out into those communities. So hopefully, you know, we can we can actually just start spreading the word even more through this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Peyton, any final words from you? Um, what Lorna said, um, I guess if you haven't already donated, please donate. There is one day to go. So definitely time to raise a um, little bit more money for a great cause. Uh, Susan? Um, yeah, look, I think um, anything that we do to always raise awareness for um mental health and um and carers and, and significant others is is very important and um i think by doing this we've raised some awareness i know that i had a conversation with my pt buddy the other day about why i was doing the challenge as well so you know it's about just that one conversation might make the difference um to somebody having getting some support so yeah it's a great it's a great thing i'll do it again yeah, um, I agree with all that. And Emma, I'll give you the last word, seeing you're the one who's probably um, inspired us the most, I think. Well, thanks. I feel a little bit embarrassed that you've I've inspired you, but um, it's amazing to see that the work that you guys have all done, and it's I'm proud to be a part of the GCH Movember team, but um, just as everyone said, like it's really important to create those conversations and those connections. Um, Movember have a really good resource out there. So if you actually, you know, I know there's um, Are You Okay Day and things like that. If you want to ask your, your mates how they're actually going, there's a really good um, thing called Alec on the Movember website. And that just helps you to be able to, to have those conversations and, and talk to people when then they are struggling. And the important thing to remember is that you don't have to fix it. If your mate's struggling, just be their mate and be there to help them through it. You don't have to fix it. They might just need an ear to listen to. And at the end of the day, tell your mates you love them because that's what it's all about. Movember.com, there is plenty of good resources on that website as well. Some uh, some really good stuff around um, around parenting for men as well, which I, I found when I had a look. Um, Lorna, Emma, Peyton, Susan, thank you all so much. One, for coming on and having a chat in the roundtable, and two, for taking part in Movember. We've raised heaps of money. We've walked or ran or, or ridden, in some people's cases, a lot of kilometres, and I think uh, everyone who's taken part should be really proud of themselves. So thank you very much for, for being part of it and coming on the podcast. Thanks, Gareth. Thanks, Gareth. My pleasure. Thanks, Thanks, Gareth. Thank you very much to the GCH Movember team, uh, Lorna, Peyton, Susan, Emma, and me as well, I guess, uh, for giving up some time to have a chat about our experience with Movember and taking part as part of Team GCH from Movember in 2023. Now, update from uh, when we recorded the podcast, which was on the 30th, no, sorry, the 29th of November. Uh, it's now three days later. Our final total that we raised was $5,395, which, you know, is basically double last year when we raised 2667 So an amazing effort by everyone. And thank you to everyone who supported us and donated as well. We really appreciate all the support. And as a team, we, we walked, rode, 
ran close to 800 kilometers for the month. So it was a really great experience for for a lot of us who took part. I think for all of us, we got something out of it, as you just heard in that podcast. So we really urge anyone next year, jump on board and support Team GCH uh, however you can, however you can. Uh, help us change the face of men's health no donation too big or too small and if you are a gch staff member listening and you think it sounded like a bit of a bit of a good crack sign up for next year we're always happy to have people jump on the team gch november team this podcast of course is brought to you by grampians community health and grampians community health offers a wide range of services right across western victoria across the following local government areas, Northern Grampian Shire, Out Rural City, Horsham Rural City, West Wimmera Shire, Hindmarsh Shire, Yarriambiak Shire, Bull Oak Shire, Southern Grampian Shire, Pyrenees Shire, Central Goldfield Shire regions. For more information on the areas that we cover, head to our website, gch.org.au. You can also find all the programs that we offer, which includes alcohol and other drug support, carer support, family violence assistance, aged care and NDIS support, including home care packages, case management for aged care, and NDIS support coordination and plan management, mental health services, counselling services across a huge range of areas, and much, much more. Like I said, gch.org.au is our website. You can follow us as well on socials. We are on Facebook, facebook.com slash Grampians Community Health, or just search for Grampians Community Health on Facebook. On Twitter and Instagram, at GCH Grampians is our handle. And we're on YouTube as well. Search for Grampians Community Health on YouTube, and you can find uh, some of our videos we've been putting up as of late. And uh, video went up last week for our Reconciliation Action Plan. You can find this podcast, every episode of this podcast, on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts and anywhere good podcasts are found. Like and subscribe. And if you'd like to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts, it does help people find the show, does help us get our message out there, uh, which is really helpful, uh, not just for us, but also maybe for people who are looking for for services and not sure what's around. So if you could uh, jump on and give it a, a like, that would be amazing, and, and subscribe and never miss an episode. Any good podcast website, really, you'll find this one. The intro and outro music is an original composition performed by Mr. Andrew Parsons, and we use that with his permission, and he recorded that specifically for us because he's a big sweetheart. So thank you for that, Parso. And uh, this podcast was recorded and produced on the traditional lands of the Jabberwong people. And we'd like to pay our respects to all elders past, present and emerging and extend that respect to all Aboriginal people. So next time you hear me speaking to you, it will be episode 50. We're going to be raising the bat with the next episode, so to speak. I hope you enjoyed this one, uh, talking about all things Movember. Check out some of the the, uh, the this info we've put up on our socials as well over the, the past month and to see just how far we've run in relation to the areas that we service here across Western Victoria. My name's Gareth Oliver. I've really enjoyed bringing you this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed listening to it and I'll be back again very shortly with episode number 50. So until then, I will say so long on behalf of everyone here at Grampians Community Health and we are here for you, your family and most importantly for us, for our community. <laughs>